usually on the Real Kipper and Bourne show, I am the lead in all of this, but uh, that might not be the case in this instance here. This is Leaf Talk after a 4-3 win over the Minnesota Wild. So, Sammy, shouldn't you be leading the way here on Leaf Talk? This is your show, not not, not a typical Real Kipper and Bourne thing here. You are the professional broadcaster, Mr. Kiprios. That's why we let you bring it in. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Take <laughs> a look at the way we're dressed right now. Take a look <laughs> at the, the hat. Um, afternoon game. Our thoughts on an afternoon game here. I know, uh, you know, a couple of little Buddhas along the lines uh, during this game certainly helped me out. <laughs> oh, what the hell? oh, my God, boys. I got to go get a beer. Buddy, where are you at? I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Sammy. <laughs> you know, I, I when he gets back, I am going to tease him about uh, leading. He just tweeted, Matt Murray is a stud. So our boy is <laughs> all the way in on Matt Murray. Hey, hey, I don't know if you heard me, Sammy, but all the way in on Matt Murray, tweeting about him being a stud, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm all the way in. I'm I'm ready to take a victory lap on my tweets and on the summer. I am all in on this guy. He Listen, he's going to get hurt again. I know he's going to get hurt again at some point. You just hope it's not towards the playoffs. And right now, he is looking like a legitimate number one that he used in Pittsburgh. How can you not be convinced? No question. He was a difference maker today, uh, Justin. And on the other side, 200 feet away, Marc-Andre Fleury. We know he's going to the the Hall of Fame uh, real soon after he retires. But uh, no question. Murray outplayed today. Yeah, you know, yeah, Flurry gave him the one gimme, and that ends up being the difference in a in a one goal game. Um, you know, we all had some notes going on in the text. Uh, major, we got a little echo going on here. How's everyone's of, audio? Great, it's a <laughs> lot of things going on here. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, no, Flurry wasn't very good. Uh, beating himself up. He's been out for a while. Had he not kipper prior to that? Yeah, yeah, he's battling. Uh, Staying in the lineup, uh, this was his first game back coming off of uh, an injury, I believe. So, uh, not his best performance at times. Uh, can't hold on to his stick. Uh, the Aston Reese goal is a goal that we don't see too often on a guy like that. And uh, uh, Murray doesn't let those goals in right now. No. No, no he looks good. And I'll, I'll give him all that credit. I'm with Sammy. He's, uh, he's performed more than ably so far. So, good. that's a bright spot there. The other one, Sammy, uh, what else do you notice from today? Defensive forwards? Yeah, to me, there can't be a more committed forward group to defense in the NHL. I don't know, like, they're deep or, like, Hollowell and Mete together is an absolute nightmare. Like, those two guys, they are getting covered so much by their by their forwards. Like, I just, yeah. all, the guys in the, all the guys in the bottom six are coming back defensively. It's really remarkable how hard they're working yeah. coming back no like are you guys noticing that like it's just i don't remember watching a leafs team in this era care this much on the defensive end it's unbelievable yeah no go ahead kipper i was just gonna say um yeah you're, you're right it's a total five-man unit uh out there uh defending the other thing that i really noticed jb is again uh it's been a common theme i think the last week two weeks but all the talk about them taking away the middle of the ice. How many times have we seen a shot blocked? I'm, I'm yeah. watching Austin Matthews now sitting in the slot uh, and blocking shots. Now, at some point, um, 
does it come that you're too conservative, that you're too defensive, that you're t- too much uh, in the waiting? But right now it seems to be working for them. Yeah, and with the Matthews thing, it's like, yeah, I noticed that too, blocked a number of shots. And so I fired out a tweet, which is similar to something I had messaged you guys about, which is just like, you know, obviously a bright spot today. You get a road win in Minnesota. That's wonderful. But I can't help but watch Matthews right now and just wonder what's missing. And we've done this on our show. Um, and I think the point I wanted to make is just that it's not that he looks bad. It's that we just, there's this absence of good of the moments where he takes control and does something dazzling and gives a free goal. So I, I don't know what it, what it is that's going on, but do you think yeah. it could be that he's more committed to this defensive side of play, protect the middle, that, that whole thing? Well, hold on. Let me start by asking you guys, uh, are we seeing a different Leaf team than the one that he scored 60 goals on? Are we seeing um, a, a lot more detail uh, to defense? Are we... Are we seeing the ask being much more conservative off of Sheldon Keefe to play defense than last year, and has that affected him? Do you think it's been the same impact defensively that he usually has? Because to me, it hasn't. Like In years past, he's down below the dots, he's digging pucks out, he's starting it in transition. I just don't notice him really in any facet of the game at the moment. Like He had a couple of chances tonight, I guess, but like I'm really not noticing him in many yeah. facets, including defensively. I don't think he's bad defensively. I'm just not noticing him the same way I did last year. Yeah, that's that, that's fair. And yeah, I, I think it is a different team, you know, in terms of the way they want to play stylistically. I do think, though, that that shouldn't affect you on the offensive side of the puck. Like when he gets in the O-zone, we should still see the flashes where he just rips one past a goalie or he dangles a guy or does something electric at the other end and that that to me shouldn't be lost because he's committed to playing defense i will say this though uh the line of Tavares, marner uh you know and, and yarn obviously a beneficiary of a, a goal uh, have, have, has really helped buy austin time yeah. to dig out of this I, I I thought Mitch Marner was as good in this hockey game as at any point. He was all over the place. If some guys could finish a lot more, he could be looking at a three or four point night. Yeah. So what do we? What are early returns on Yarnkrok going up with that line? Because I think it's easy to say that him playing with the two best players he's played with all year made him have his best game, but that was by far his best game. And I think it lit a fire under him to get to play with those guys. No, didn't you notice that? I think when they signed Yarncrock, maybe the whole idea was that he has this ability to jump anywhere in the lineup. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of those guys, you're making $2 million a year. You're not making four or five because no one ever thinks of you as a top six forward. Right. But when you're in that wheelhouse of two to two and a half or three, then you have the ability to jump up and down. And that's where I think they saw Yarncrock all along. Hey, listen, if, if you're telling me that Yarncroc's going to play with them the rest of the season and you're going to go into the first round of the playoffs and Yarncroc's uh, arguably uh, your number one right winger here, uh, time out. But to be able to do this every once in a while is, I think, the vision that they had when they signed him. Yeah, no, and I'm with you, Sammy, too. I thought one of his better games, I, I, th- I think he's just so capable. 
You know, like he skates well, he's on his edges, he doesn't get knocked down much, he wins pucks okay, he's on the defensive side of things. Sammy, your turn. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I went and got it. You know, he so it's a lot of things where you just like feel safe that he can do what you've asked him to do, and that's useful. It, it's just they have so many guys who are supposed to be this guy that could pop, you know, could Kerfoot, you know, finally have a bigger or bigger output, or could Engel get Mikheyev's numbers. Could, 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 and it hasn't happened from anyone, whether it's Robertson or even Aston Reese, one of the, you know, I, I don't know. But they, he's just another guy to me who is versatile. They're just waiting for something more. Tonight was a night where we actually saw the start of what could be for him. Well, he showed more tonight in the top six than Kerfoot did for most of the season. So like, one goal in 22 games. He's It's cardio right now, Kerfoot, boys. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> like, honestly. I don't know. It costs enough money. Yeah, um, really. you know, part of the, uh, the the narrative going into this game was a bigger, heavier team in Minnesota, and what that would do to the likes of a Victor Mete, Hollowell, but never saw any type of sustained uh, a four check, and not enough to really constantly put the Leaf blue line on their heels. Their strengths, JB, as we know, are are is the quickness, the skating ability. Uh, moving pucks quickly. I, I thought for the most part, they pulled it off. Well, I think they pulled it off. And here's where we need to give the coaching staff some credit is like, they've had so many things go wrong for this group, you know, injury to their top three D being one of them, you know, not having guys pop. <laughs> oh, that. The, yeah. Right. <laughs> not having guys pop on the offensive side of thing yet. They're playing structured enough that their D are not getting tested. You know, it's not like if you went and put the Leafs decor on Anaheim for a game, they would, get roasted because there'd be people flying at them a million miles an hour. The Canucks, the year, a great example where they've got the hardest assignment in sports. Toronto's D has looked good. And to their credit, they've been adequate uh, in those tough roles. But I think a lot of it is due to the team is buying into the structure. They're kind of in everyone's way and they're not, it looks easy to play D for this team right now. So it feels like it was four years ago that we were talking about Sheldon Keefe potentially losing his job. I know. Maybe after they lost that Anaheim game. But you got to give them credit. These guys are drilled in yeah. and disciplined right now. Like they are they're, a disciplined group. They they're a hardworking group, and that you want to check a box off. They worked harder today than Minnesota Wild on on from start to finish. Uh, they they were a little hungrier on the puck overall, and uh, certainly capitalized on on their opportunities. But they are they they aren't the same team that we saw in those first three weeks for sure. No. Yeah. Nope. I'd agree. Either way, good road win for the Leafers. I think a couple now after New Jersey. And what do they got tomorrow night? Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh. Yeah. So one more note. Seeing... Oh, go ahead, bud. One more note, uh, just to kind of backtrack on on Matt Murray. Uh, three. We saw three disallowed goals in New Jersey. We, th- we saw three nets off its morning by Matt Murray. Boys. He ain't getting away with the next one. This one's gonna, this one's gonna leave a stink off of Minnesota, and this will have a ripple effect. His days, yeah. his days of knocking nets, uh, I think, are gonna be over here soon. Just nice to be rooting for the team that's cheating. You know, like it's good, it's good to be on the side of this for a little bit. You know, the least they got yeah. their two points out of it. Listen, outside of the pom poms JB that you have right now. For that, <laughs> I, I hate it. 
I hate it. I absolutely oh, I hate it. it. And uh, and this is not this is not just a Matt Murray issue. This is a league issue. This yeah. is going on everywhere. I think it should absolutely be an automatic two minute delay game penalty if you do this and it's unassisted. You're not forced into it. You aren't pushed into it. If this is all you, this has to be an automatic two. You we put we put glass we put bucks over the glass for an automatic two. We embarrass people with embellishment calls, and yet you, you didn't find that a little embarrassing today for the game. Listen. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, Kipper. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but Kipper makes a really good point. So first off, posts can't be held in place with like double-sided scotch tape. Like, you know, you need to have some, you know, make sure the posts are in the ace pretty good. And if you're able to dismount it from that or dislodge it from that, it should be a penalty, 100%. Because it, it only happens when the action is intense and the chances are around. I don't know if you guys follow Michael Russo, great wild beat writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was tweeting his complaints about it today, Matt Wirt, Matt Murray, and like, there is something to those complaints. They're legitimate. So I, I'm sure they are going to so, look at a Kipper because it is a little suspect. Yeah. So, so Kipper, you want it to be as soon as it comes off, regardless of intent, if the goalie hits it last, penalty? Auto take? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think that's fair. You want to get rid of the, you want to get rid of the uh, gray area totally. You want to totally. take the intent out of it because no. it is a penalty. It is a penalty. If goes post, post and bumps it, you're going to put him in the box? Yeah, I don't know. It's a Listen, hard one to me. We're, we're, we're asking guys to keep the puck in play. We can ask the goalies not to net the, knock the nets off. That's all. I just think, yeah. Kipper, sometimes they come flying across post to post to get over for a save, and you just hate to have them thrown in the box for being aggressive in net. I don't know. It's tough. I think, yeah, listen. Uh, okay, do you want to Big moment in a in? playoff game. Do you, do you want to tweak in a, re, uh, a review on that? I don't, I, I don't care, but. You know, yeah. I think I think we're all intelligent enough. We've been around the game for a long time to yeah. understand that that was a, a shove, right? That was a, a little extra oomph in that one. You want to talk about a hard slide post to post? Um, maybe maybe we can give that one the benefit of the doubt, but the rest of them have yeah. got to they got to be hard on it. I, like I it. think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. So, yeah. So, question for you two guys: Do you go back to Murray tomorrow in Pittsburgh? I think going into this weekend, Kipper and I did say yes. I don't know right now. I'm That's just, a high stress game. I wrote an article at the beginning of the year for the Toronto Star. Go back and play it. I said they should have come out right off the bat and told this guy he's going to play fifty plus games. Okay. The the. Like the best way to make people believe that this guy is not a China doll waiting to get hurt, like Sammy, mm. you say, is mm-hmm. play him. He's a big guy. He's a strong guy. I'm not saying 60 plus games, but 50 should be the goal right now for Matt Murray. Oh, wow. I, I love it. I, I'm, I feel the same way that like. You're going to have to play every other night in playoffs, and that doesn't mean you want to run the course of them. But I only, I believe you only get confidence through doing. Like, you can't be told you're doing great. You need to believe it. You need to play. You need the results. He's on his way. Sure. Throw him in, Sammy. You want Shaw? China doll. Yeah. <laughs> you got, this, this, is a good, this is a good win Stop tonight. it. Stop it. You went, Shawgrun, you went Shawgrun, and you lost a point. Uh, last yeah, I week, know. twice. I know. 
He's on the bench. He's on your team. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems it just seems risky to me. That's it. Where else you want to go? We good? Yeah, I'm good. Are you guys good? Yep. Sounds good. All right. Well, listen, uh, they keep it rolling. Keep collecting those points, man. That's all they got to do. Shout out to Mitch Marner. 15 straight games now. Yeah. He's been unbelievable. And Willie tied uh, Borja Salming uh, for second most goals by a Swedish player in Leafs history with 148. Shout out to him, that's, too. Wow. That's, un- that's unbelievable. Well, well, who who else is there, Sam? Were you expecting, like, no. Earl Gunnarsson no. or something? Or, no. Like, who else? Like, what other sweet names? I just meant, I just meant the day after the man passes. It's a pretty incredible thing that the guy on the Swede ties him. It's a, it's a little bit of serendipity. That's what I'm getting at. I I thought you were expecting uh, (laughs) another Swede to be up there with (laughs) him. It's a a random pull. Oh, I love it, boys. All right. right, Listen, fellas. Have a good weekend. Don't be scared to go get yourself some little Buddhas along the way. Kipper owns the company, just so you know. Yeah, Kipper owns the company. Yeah. Just not a doctor playing one on TV. That's right. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.